Hello and welcome to yet another edition of Hello Educator. Today's edition of Hello Educator is the 10th episode of Mango Science Radio. The story is from Obli Chandran and uh, it is on the famous failed experiment. Hi uh, Mango Science Radio listeners, uh, Obli Chandran here. Uh, I'm I'm sure you must be waiting for uh, the next story. So here uh, today I'm going to talk about a historic uh, uh, experiment that was performed nearly 133 years ago in 1887 that is uh, famously referred to as the most famous failed experiment but before i get into what it is let me just give give you a quick uh, understanding of what light is so today a uh, scientists say light behaves like both like both as a particle and as a wave so when i say light behaves like a particle you can think of like uh, the uh, bullets coming off a gun like a particle and when I think when I say talk of waves you can imagine like water waves because water waves is something that we all of us easily uh, relate to so uh, either a particle can uh, either an object uh, entity can behave like a wave or a particle but not as both but again light uh, is peculiar it behaves in both ways but nevertheless uh, when people found out uh, rather uh, you know discovered that light behaved like a wave they started comparing it to what we all know of waves like water waves so right now today we know that uh, any wave that we can think of in reality like sound waves or water waves they require a medium to pass through like sound wave for example requires air to pass through or uh, for it to propagate uh, in vacuum where there is no uh, particles sound cannot propagate it requires a medium to propagate and also water waves require water itself to propagate without it, it it cannot uh, propagate so waves by nature from for wa- from a water understanding was um, requires medium to travel so since light was also behaving like a wave so probably uh, a scientist back then in 1880s uh, they thought maybe it also requires a medium to travel and they started looking out for for that medium uh, it is it was not obvious like in the case of water or in the case of air it was the light medium was not obvious so in fact they named it they named the medium before they began began the search for it they named it as the medium as luminiferous ether so for now let us call it as the medium ether so now now uh, they started looking out for it they they conducted this uh, famous experiment in 1887 so i'm not going to get into the uh, uh, technical details of how the experiment was conducted i'm just going to talk about the result and the persons who uh, performed it so this is uh, famously called as the Michelson and Morley experiment. So the both of them were the scientists who were actually uh, setting up the experiments to test or to find ether. So uh, Michelson and Morley, both of them were like uh, very eagerly, they were like so excited to find ether. So they thought that light must travel to e- through ether and not just them. The, everyone in back then in the scientific community, they thought uh, light should be requiring a medium to travel through and they were happily looking for it like they were d- doing experiments to look out for it and uh, surprisingly the shocking result of this experiment was that the ether as a medium could not be found so Michelson and Morley in the beginning they thought okay there should be some experimental mistakes that they did they tried to correct it they tried to do it again over the span of several years they struggled 
to find either no matter how sensitive their equipment became they still were not able to find the medium ether so uh, and the entire scientific community was shocked back then and and beyond a point it looked like there was no medium ether and they just had to drop the experiment because the ex- experiment was continuously giving the negative uh, uh, results in this case uh, so this experiment was also famously called like famously known for finding nothing so in fact for finding nothing they were even awarded the nobel prize because look not finding ether might not sound a big deal to us today oh no for not finding anything how can they award a nobel prize but the nobel prize was awarded for not finding ether because it's a fundamental understanding of nature it revealed a fundamental understanding of nature that there was no medium that was there through which the light traveled so it means light can travel without a medium for example light can travel from sun to earth even though there is no medium in between so that was a revelation back then that you know ether was not there and for finding nothing that uh, uh, nobel prize was given to them but the interesting part is this even after the results proved to be negative that is the ether was not able to be found michelson and morley both of them continued to believe that ether was there they were so disappointed that ether was not because they had in their mind set it up that light has to be traveling to ether so they could not come out of it so despite the fact that they were awarded the nobel prize for their wonderful discovery they were not satisfied with their mind because they could not uh, make peace with it oh how can ether be not there it has to be there this does not make sense but that my listeners is the key of science the key of science is it doesn't matter what one's personal beliefs are doesn't matter what one's personal biases are or prejudices are even if it's a populist view even if the entire world thinks this is how it should be it doesn't matter all that matters it what experiments tell you if what you say agrees with experiment then it is true if it does not then it is not true it doesn't matter how beautiful your theory is or it doesn't depend on who said it even if newton says it even if einstein says something it need not be true it cannot be true it has to pass through the rigorous rigor of experiment only then it can be true so this experiment that you know michelson and morley's experiment of uh, the proving uh, the presence of ether proved out to be one of the historical moments for two reasons one is not finding ether and secondly the personal biases and beliefs does not matter the nature doesn't care what you believe it is what it is the experiments are the true way of finding the truth about nature or the facts about nature so to quote it up to uh, finish it off i would like to quote two things uh, two quotes from two uh, different people very very famous people one is dr carl sagan so he says extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence a claim that is of the sort of claiming that ether as a medium is present would require extraordinary evidence and if you don't find it no matter how beautiful it is who says it it is not there secondly it's a second quote i'm about to say is richard feynman richard feynman is a very famous theoretical physicist he worked on quantum thermodynamics so he says it doesn't matter how beautiful your theory is it doesn't matter how smart you are if it doesn't ex- agree with the experiment it is wrong period so i hope you understood a bit of uh, history of what happened in our understanding of light as a Uh, entity and also the medium of light ether and also i gave you an understanding of why science works when it comes to understanding nature thank you guys i'll catch you again with 
some other interesting aspect that happened in the past thank you see you again bye i sincerely hope this edition of mango science video was lesson worthy and uh, to everyone who is listening to this episode remember to question everything unless it is proved by scientific experiments take care until the next edition this is asif signing off